This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. The Zika virus has been linked with the deaths of three people for the first time. The victims, all in Colombia, developed a rare nerve disorder. It's already known to cause birth defects. Meanwhile, authorities in Brazil say Zika has been detected in patients' saliva and urine, adding to concern over how it spreads. Joining us is Consumer Director of Holiday Travel Watch, Frank Breheny. This disease is one which is unnerving many UK travellers and holidaymakers, isn't it, Frank? Mm, yes, indeed. It's uh, certainly uh, been the hot topic over the last week. Um, and, you know, I can understand, you know, the concerns of UK holidaymakers. Um, I, I think if you look at the, the way the news has been shaping on the Zika virus, we're talking about uh, UK holidaymakers who may already be pregnant or perhaps were using the holiday as a means to start their, uh, their own family unit. So I think they're the ones primarily who are going to have concerns because I think what we need to put in perspective here is a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, Zika is not yet proven to be the link between that and the uh, terrible condition of microcephaly. Uh, and secondly, you know, mosquitoes and the varieties of mos- mosquitoes in the region of South America, Central America and the Caribbean and indeed the southern United States, you know, offer um, different varieties, obviously, but they also present uh, common viruses, which many UK holidaymakers have had an experience of, such as dengue fever and chikungunya. So, you know, it, it's a, it, we do need to put it a little bit in perspective, uh, but at the same time, you know, recognise uh, that there are potential risks, albeit at the moment for a small cohort of people. Of course, there are concerns now around this case in uh, Texas uh, that the uh, the disease may also be transmitted sexually. So yeah. I guess when people are on holiday, they really have to take extra care. Yes, indeed. I mean, I've been watching some of the interviews uh, uh, for some of the people representing the World Health Organization. And, you know, um, again, uh, you know, you have to ask the question, does one swallow make a summer? Um, but I think, you know, uh, taking it at that level, you know, it sort of ignores the the common sense advices. And they were giving our very clear advices, um, albeit somewhat reluctantly, that, you know, uh, people should start to think about the practice of safe sex if they're traveling uh, to that region until matters become clarified. I think that's sensible advice. And, you know, uh, simple issues like, um, you know, be care, take care rather th- uh, if you're traveling to mosquito-infested areas in particular and to use an extremely good uh, mosquito repellent. But, you know, these are the same advices that have been given out for dengue, chikungunya uh, and also, obviously, malaria. It's a very serious disease, of course, but yeah. do you think that the coverage is suggesting it's it's worse than it is? It's it's difficult because I, I, I think, um, you know, I've seen some of the officials and it's been my instinct as well to uh, to kind of step back um, and, and look at this proportionally. Um, you know, at the moment, uh, what we have is the World Health Organization declaring a state of emergency, uh, which is absolutely correct. I notice also in Florida, for example, uh, the governor there has declared a state of emergency in four of the counties in Florida, not because uh, Zika, uh, Zika sorry, is prevalent there, but some of the returning holidaymakers to Florida, for example, um, have exhibited uh, some of the symptoms of Zika. So, you know, all the authorities taking the right steps 
Um, uh, but, you know, what we should do, because I think it will change as the days and weeks go on, I think what we have to do is listen carefully uh, to what's been said. So whether it's about sexual transmission or whether it's about um, uh, the risk to pregnancy, uh, we have to listen to what's been said and to, and to take and to follow the advices, but to be proportional, I think, is, is a, a, you know, quite a good word at the moment. And that, that's certainly the message that the World Health Organization is trying to put out. But of course, we live in a very reactionary world now, don't we, Frank? And, uh, yeah. you know, people yeah. these days are very quick to jump to judgment. We heard Costa Rica was yeah. one of the countries on the, the list of yeah. places suspected uh, where you may end up getting Zika virus through a mosquito bite. Um, yes. You know, people might just say, well, I'm not going there. Is that is that the right thing to do? Is that the wrong thing to do? Um, I always say, you know, I said it all the way through 2015 when we had the most awful events happen at destinations, you know, that, that, that really people need to make the decisions for themselves, but they need to make the decisions based on knowledge, on information. Um, it's no use uh, just simply running away with yourself, you know, just because you read something in the newspaper or online. You need to equip yourself with the facts and you know um and put a balance on what you're reading and to question uh sometimes what you're reading uh, by reference to other facts so for example you know some of the uh, more outlandish uh, news items that i've seen uh, online um have been balanced by myself by just simply reading the center for disease control website um you know and that's an extremely authoritative good source and and that's what i would say to intending holidaymakers is is don't uh, just be um, uh, corners, if you like, into a cul-de-sac by what you've read for the first time online on the internet. Is to make a, a deeper inquiry to actually look. Is do what I do, which is to look at local newspapers and um, and various uh, 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 online TV stations and radio stations and see what they're saying on the ground. And you know that is a good measure. Um, you know because sometimes uh, the news that we see reported here in the UK is by its very nature clipped uh, to say the least uh, and doesn't necessarily present the full picture so I think you know if, if you take time to research uh, and and you know come to a balanced view then that's the time to make a decision. What do you consider to be the outlandish stories we've been hearing can you give us an example? Uh, well um, I mean you know some of the uh, the issues uh, are talking um, uh, simply about uh, the way that uh, the disease is transmitted, um, you know, by kissing and, and stuff like that. I think we saw uh, some of these kind of uh, commentaries, you know, at the time way back in the 80s. Uh, I'm going back a bit now, um, when uh, the HIV-AIDS uh, crisis started to loom. And it's those kind of uh, issues that come out of the woodwork. And you've just really got to be very careful uh, about that kind of commentary. And it, you stick with the Centre for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, Foreign office advices and, you know, good, solid local news outlets, you know, good radio stations. And that will give you a very clear picture about what's going on. But don't be uh, swayed by the more sensationalist um, uh, commentaries that you might see. Sounds like good advice. Frank, thanks for joining us on Insight. You're very welcome. The recent cluster of microcephaly and other neurological abnormalities linked to the Zika virus outbreak have been highlighted and in fact caused the WHO to declare a state of international emergency. Sense International has responded to this announcement by the World Health Organization. The charity has expertise in working with children with deaf blindness and other associated disabilities linked to microcephaly. 
Carolyn Merry, the director of Sense International, is with me now. Carolyn, tell us, first of all, why your organisation is involved with this. Thank you. I think for us, we were really happy and very welcomed uh, WHO's declaration. And we were very pleased also that it focused on the fact that the global public health emergency was called because of the clusters of children born with microcephaly, uh, in, particularly in Latin America, after an earlier outbreak in, uh, in uh, the Caribbean in 2014. I think, and that's the reason that Sense International is involved because babies being born with microcephaly have many associated uh, disorders that uh, need attention, uh, one of which is uh, deaf blindness to varying degrees, uh, as well as other neurological disorders. For us, uh, we support WHO's approach on their first priority is the containment and eradication of the Zika virus, which is highly suspected to be the cause of these clusters. But for us, we also want to remind people to think of the long-term issues for the support for these children and their families so that they can flourish in life. Very interesting, Carolyn, of course, because many people are talking about the virus as it is now, but not really talking about that long-term viewpoint, as you as you mentioned there. Um, do you think it's really important, and I guess it is, and, and I'm answering my own question here, but it, it must be really important to get the message out of what effects there are of the Zika virus. A lot of people probably don't know. Exactly right. And I think uh, in WHO's uh, declaration, they made it very clear that, in fact, the Zika virus itself and the illness associated for those who catch the Zika virus is in many cases quite mild. The greater concern is for those women who are pregnant when they they, uh, get this virus and the effects on their unborn child. And as we said, uh, it's rightly so that the focus at the moment is on understanding this link in a better way uh, and scientifically proving it so that we can deal with it. Um, But uh, once we have dealt with the Zika virus, then we need to turn our attention to the fact that these children uh, will need lifelong support and their families Uh, in terms of early intervention particularly, uh, as well as uh, support during their school years and vocational training. We've worked for many years with children with microcephaly along with many other uh, causes of deaf blindness and we know the great benefit of having early intervention done with these children. And the countries we know that are most affected at the moment from uh, the outbreak of the Zika virus and this a suspected link with uh, clusters of children born with microcephaly is that they have never seen numbers of these uh, children born uh, with these disorders before and in terms of their support systems for the families and the children they're going to need to have extra support and capacity put in place. But of course the, the other side to that is that those countries that are most affected probably in some cases have the least amount of available support uh, Is Sense International able to help there? Yes, so you're exactly right. And and it's always an interesting thing of where these outbreaks occur um, because, as you will have seen in the media, the Zika virus is spread predominantly through uh, mosquitoes um, and the fact that they are not under control in some of the poorer areas and high high, um, populated areas 
um, always speaks to uh, issues around poverty as well. So it's a very important issue to, to discuss. Sense International currently isn't working in the couple of countries that have the highest amounts of uh, these children being born or the Zika virus at the moment, but we have uh, contacts across Latin America um, and work in a number of countries and we are looking to see what support we can uh, do with our partners in Brazil and Colombia and elsewhere. Um, first off in a, a potentially an advisory role because this is our area of expertise um, but also maybe in the long term in terms of building up that capacity. Uh, as, as with all emergencies uh, it's important to gather the data first and then to see what intervention is most needed. As we've found out in the last week, um, we've learned that the virus has now potentially spread to America, mm-hmm. um, whereas up until last week we were thinking it was almost someone else's problem, not ours. Um, this could this could be something that could come to the UK. Um, what kind of impact do you think it would have, and do you think we have resources here that can cope with it while these other countries can't? Mm-hmm. Since International is not an expert uh, in medical, uh, the medical side of the Zika virus or, or its spread, but as I understand, uh, we expect that in developed countries where mosquito and vector control is, is well managed, um, we will probably see some cases of people who have travelled to the affected uh, areas um, and may have suffered from the illness of Zika. Um, and we may start to see um, small numbers of children being born, um, but it won't, uh, at, from the experts that are advising WHO at the moment, we don't expect uh, large numbers. Um, in terms of, there are services in, in place in the UK uh, for early intervention and inclusive education and, and so forth. Um, and. It will obviously will need to keep a close eye on to see in terms of numbers, but uh, it's it's not expected at this stage, from what I understand from WHO, uh, that countries like the UK will see large numbers of children being born, as long as the the virus is kept under control. Carolyn Merry, director of Sense International, many thanks for joining us here on Insight Radio. Okay, great. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to, to talk to you today. Carolyn Merry, the Director of Sense International, speaking to me there. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.